everyone. Welcome back to Who's There. I'm your host, Allison, as always. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. If you're returning, thank you for coming back. This is the podcast where I talk to a new horror fan every week because I hope to destigmatize what it means to be a horror movie fan. Because most of us are just regular people who like the adrenaline rush of being scared for some reason, and here we delve into those reasons. I'm thrilled because this week we have an awesome regular contributor to the Horror Virgin family on Facebook on the podcast. Her name is Lisa Cornell and she lives in upstate New York. She refers to herself as a new newer horror fan, but her favorite horror movie so far is definitely a classic. We talk about the scariest horror movie she's seen so far and her somewhat controversial, unpopular horror movie opinion, among lots of other things. I don't want to spoil too much, so let's get into this episode with Elisa. Hey, Elisa, how are you? Doing great. How are you today? I'm good. A little bit tired because we're recording at a later hour than I'm used to, but you know. Um, so why don't you start by telling everyone a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do, etc. Sure. Um, I'm Elisa. I'm basically, I'm a few, about an hour outside of Albany. Um, I'm still sort of a baby horror fan. Like I didn't start really getting the scary movies probably up until the last like five years, but I've always loved like creepy books and, you know, just generally like universal monsters on some level. So. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here again. Um, and first things first, what's your favorite scary movie? Um, Jaws, definitely. Um, I know it's a little old school and it's kind of a standard answer, but there's still parts in it that make me jump every time. With like which parts? Um, I feel like I don't not spoiling anything at this point. Sing is the movie's 45 years old. Um, <laughs> I would say probably the part where they're going to investigate Ben Gardner's boat and his head pops out. I know thing <laughs> and every time I still jump just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely definitely a classic. So how did you first fall in love with the horror genre? Um, well, like I said, when I was a kid, I really liked, you know, like the scholastic thriller books and a lot of vampire stuff. Um, and I was like really a big chicken as far as movies went. Like I didn't watch Gremlins until a couple of years ago. <laughs> and like, um, I know I was listening to an episode of your show and they were talking about, um, ghoulies, <laughs> one of the movie it was like they were one of them popping out of a toilet and I literally was terrified of just the movie cover for years I have not I haven't seen ghoulies yet does it still frighten you um I I I think it'd just be cheesy now like it was mostly the cover like I never even got to like rent the movies like it was literally just like walking by the cover in the video store (laughs) well maybe that's one that you should go back and watch just because absolutely Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So why do you think that people who seem perfectly sane love the horror genre? Um, I think it's because we have that outlet to explore like the darker sides um, and then we can go and laugh about it. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, you know, we're not gonna go, the odds of us fighting a big shark or like a graboid from Tremors is probably never gonna happen, but it's fun to think about. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that will never happen because that would not be fun. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I'd say this year, but it's not 2020 anymore. Thank God. So, <laughs> well, I mean, 2021 isn't off to the greatest start. So <laughs> you never know. 
don't don't tempt it right um, knocking on now <laughs> um so you said that you like scary books what are your favorites um so when i was growing up i read a lot of um like it was a lot of um lj smith um you know before they made vampire diaries into a tv show um but like you know her books um john saul who's a lesser known horror author and obviously stephen king <laughs> what's your favorite stephen king novel actually dolores claiborne i know it's a different answer but what is that one about i've never that heard of it that one is about a woman who is dealing with kind of her own demons and getting away with a murder and getting accused of another one it's a little it's closer to a thriller than a horror novel but it definitely has some scary stuff and um like there's like a thing where it, it ties to gerald's game but very like subtly um have you seen the film adaptation of gerald's game i haven't i haven't seen um was it mike flanagan's version yeah seen that one um there's actually parts in that that or like the first time I read it actually kept me up at night when he's standing at the end of her bed or she oh. thinks he, and I'm just like that's actually scarier to me than other <laughs> stuff um it's a really it's a really good movie whenever you get around to um so do you have any favorite horror directors um I would say you know the obvious John Carpenter is a favorite um say you know i would say as far as favorite movies by him i would go even though it's not really horror on the same level the thing is great but like they live is probably like my favorite of all of them okay cool i haven't seen they live but i've heard of uh, many people talk about it yeah um just because the ending cracks me up like <laughs> i'm not gonna give anything away but um and then uh joe dante who's a little more um comedic he's the one who did gremlins he did oh. uh, the verbs so he's actually known for the howling which i haven't seen awesome yeah no i haven't seen that one either i think it's on either shutter or amazon prime um, okay is it it's pretty it's like an 80s horror movie right yeah, yeah. werewolves <laughs> um yeah i haven't seen it like i said um i don't really have streaming right now i'm kind of putting it off until I get um, a better setup up here in my room, so. Oh, okay. Um, I do want to watch The Burbs, though, because I've heard that that one is good. It's amazing. It's <laughs> not really scary, scary, but it's creepy and hilarious and classic Tom Hanks. So, yeah, I'm sure that is streaming. I just, I own it on DVD, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, do you have a really big horror movie collection? A decent sized. Um, over the last one of the last sales online i bought um the first eight jason movies in a box set oh cool haven't made it all the way through but oh my god they're ridiculous and i love them <laughs> definitely um, they are ridiculous yeah and then i got a box set with a bunch of like random thrillers and stuff um which has got like cabin in the woods and um hard candy uh the others like there's a whole bunch of random ones on there Oh, that's cool. I need to watch Hard Candy, but I love the others. So. Yeah, I haven't seen Hard Candy yet either. And it's like, I feel like it's going to ruin how I feel about Patrick Wilson a little bit. Oh, 
yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that happening. Um, there's a big sale uh, at one of those websites that sells horror movies. Somebody may have posted about it in the horror virgin family already today. Um, Shout Factory. They apparently. Oh yeah, out- they're talking. No, and it's okay. They, yeah, they apparently put out like special editions of movies. I've never bought one, but yeah, there are a bunch of things on there. So you are in upstate New York. Um, I don't know how lockdown has been for you. Has it been okay? It's, I mean, you know, we're pretty spread out up here. Um, it's still been kind of lousy, like, um, you know, just going out and doing stuff with friends. It's kind of hard to do even up here. And, you know, people are still being very obstinate as far as wearing masks and doing what they're supposed to. Yeah. Oh. So, so I have to ask, what is your opinion about why horror movie fans are handling lockdown better than non-horror movie fans? Okay. Um, I think it's because like, so I just finished listening to the stand on audiobook. Mm-hmm. And while I was listening to it, I spent the entire time saying, hey, how would I handle this if I didn't have electricity, I didn't have water? And I think horror fans, one of the reasons we're so like chill during lockdown is because we're always thinking like, how would I handle this? And we have a plan. Have you watched any pandemic movies during this time? Um, Also The Stand. (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of like the original one, not the new remake. Okay. Um, I haven't seen either, but now maybe I need to need to watch them because I've heard I've had more than one person talk to me yeah. about them. Um, yeah, I mean I've seen the crazies before um, the remake. Um, it's been a little while, but you know if I got I'd probably be watching that again if I had the chance. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the last horror movie you watch you watched, and how often would you say you watch horror movies? Um, the last real horror movie I watched was, oh goodness gracious. Um, I've been kind of going through all of my DVDs right now. Um, I think the last one would have been Silence of the Lambs, which is in my opinion, you know, more of a thriller, but it's definitely in the bubble. Um, and I probably watch horror movies, you know, one or two a month at the, at, on the slow month. (laughs) Very cool. Um, so how do you decide what to watch when you're looking for something to watch? Well, like I said, right now I don't have streaming. So I've been basically like flipping through my binder and then just wearing myself down into picking out something. <laughs> so like, am I going to, you know, is this going to possibly make me scream? Do I want to, you know, watch it when everyone else has gone to bed or do I want to watch it like now kind of thing nice what is your favorite subgenre of horror movies um I'd probably say creature features like kind of like the movies like you know Jaws Tremors um but yeah like you know ones where it's more of a or like um the mist kind of is in that bubble um really terrible like B movies like there's a movie called Grabbers where (laughs) It's like the mist, except it takes place in, um, I believe, Ireland, oh. and it's more of an alien thing. In the way to, you know, basically the way they find out they beat them is to be very drunk, <laughs> and it's amazing and so underrated. What is it called? Grabbers. Grabbers. Okay. Last time it was on Hulu. I don't know if it still is. Okay. Well, I will <laughs> definitely have to check. That sounds ridiculous. 
It is absolutely. It's very fun. So, <laughs> um, have you seen all the Tremor movies? I've only seen the first two. Okay. Um, mainly because Tremors was kind of like gateway horror for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did watch that one in middle school, mm. and um. And I went to watch the sequel and once they were like above ground, it was just like, nope. <laughs> now I don't feel safe from them. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> I've only, I watched this past summer, I watched the first Tremors. Um, I thought it was entertaining, a little silly, not my oh, thing, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> um, so what would you say is comfort horror for you? Um, I would actually say definitely like the you know like the slashers um like freddy is one of my like the first one i put i was the only one i own right now but that's the one that goes on and if not that like the jason series it's like makes me laugh more than you know anything else so it's just like it's just you know cheesy (laughs) (laughs) what would you say since you're you said you're sort of like a newer horror fan what do you think is like the scariest horror movie that you've watched so far um, probably the autopsy of Jane Doe. Mm, definitely that one was, yeah, that one I actually was like checking corners and turned the light on. And, um, of course <laughs> I went out it like the next week, but <laughs> it was, I really enjoyed it. Um, I actually watched that with the horror virgin group when we were able to still do cast movies. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, someone just threw it on, um, Another like kind of scary one we watched was Trying to Busan, mm-hmm. like, that, um, which I ended up loving. So yeah. that one is really good. I haven't seen the sequel yet, but I'm sure it's just as good. It's really good. Who is your favorite final girl? Um, uh, okay, that one's actually a little bit tougher. Um, sorry, I just have to think on that one for a minute. Um, I'd probably say. Um, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to go with, I'd probably say Sydney from Scream. Great answer. She's my favorite one as well. Yeah, I just had to think about it because it's like, <laughs> I didn't want a standard answer, but like, you know, she's probably for our generation, like, you know, the 90s final girl. Yeah. Yeah. She's not a complete idiot. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to be rewatching those soon. What are your feelings on Scream 4? Um, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Right. Did that one just come out or is that, is it five is the one that's coming out? Five is the one that's going to come out next year. Okay. Yeah. I've only seen the first two. Um, the box that I have has the first three. Um, so I'm going to probably do like a binge. I, the first time I saw the second one, I was not crazy about it, but probably as an adult would be different. Yeah, definitely. I have, I have the same box set. So I love those movies. So back when we were allowed to go see movies in movie theaters, um, do you, did you ever have any noteworthy experiences seeing a horror movie in theaters? Yeah. Um, so I'm not the craziest about zombies, like Train to Busan. I think I only got through because we were watching it with like friends in the group. Um, but when 28 Days Later came out, um, you know, it was limited release. So the guy I was dating at the time and I ended up going to like a very small theater out in the Berkshires because it was like the only place it was playing. And I basically freaked out and ended up having to leave like probably 
well, it was the tunnel scene. So I'm not sure how far that in that was. I'm not even sure I remember that scene. I love that movie, but I can't think of that scene. It was after they come up with the um, the family, like the daughter and the father, and they're trying to get through the tunnel and the rats are coming. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he wasn't too happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a, the first time they t- made me go see the ring. The one time my friends tricked me into seeing the ring, I basically had my eyes covered the whole time. <gasps> oh, I saw, I saw that movie, I think, twice in theaters when it came out. I love that movie so much. Yeah, I like it now. <laughs> yeah. I and need I, to, not so but, much. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I need to watch uh to I need to watch Ringo because they're gonna review it next week. Yeah, so, I saw that. I think I, it's on Shutter. Um, so are theaters open in um Albany, Albany right now? Um, there's a couple. I think at least one of the Regals is open. Um, I'm not really ready to go back. I'm hoping by the time like some of the new ones finally do get released. We'll be able to go see them. Uh, yeah, I'm like very far down on the list as far as getting a vaccine. So I'm like, maybe I'll go back in the fall. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's a nice thing. So I work um, retail. It's I, I have the option. It's just getting there and oh. getting. Yeah, so. well, you need it because you need to be in front of people all the time. So a number of movies have been postponed because of COVID. Uh, what movie are you most upset that has been postponed? Um, Candyman, for sure. Um, Wait, what movie? Candyman. Say it w- one more time. Oh, sorry. Candyman. How do you pronounce it? Just say it again. Candyman. I don't know how many times that was. All right, move on. Does it count? If, does Zoom count as a mirror? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. But I'm sure there's one somewhere in your house. Oh, yeah. I'm not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right well good luck. good luck for me again we'll know what happened um <laughs> like the original is one of my favorites i just saw it for the first time i think i think it was last year like last winter i saw it um and i i thought it was really good i think i need to go back and rewatch it i was really excited because it was going to be like a continuation and not just a you know reboot of it Sorry, I was going to say, it's nice seeing a, a woman behind the camera, too. Like, I think yeah. that's, oh, like the little, that um, preview they did with the cutouts. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, that, like, that was almost better than what I expect the movie to be. Like, I just told the whole story, and it was beautiful. Not expect the movie to be, but, like, if it's to that standard, I'm going to be really stoked. And I love what Jordan Peele's been doing too, as far as getting the remakes out there and bringing new people into the horror community. Which leads me to my next question. If you could remake one horror movie, which one would it be? Okay. Um, it's kind of a hard one to think about because I'm like kind of generally against remakes. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't say they're all perfect in every way. Um, are there any movies that you thought were done really badly that you would like to see redone in a good way? So the problem is most of the ones that I think were done badly were just not my cup of tea. Hmm. So I say I would want to see them remade. <laughs> it, I'd really just would rather be able to watch them and get why people find them scary. Like um, the conjuring, like I couldn't, I wasn't. So, I love those movies. <laughs> I mean, I love like the actors, but the original one, it just like wasn't scary to me. The second one was. There is so much going on in the second one. 
yeah like I need to rewatch that like on a regular screen um because again I watch one but I still like I'd still get scared during those like and jump moving on to another um Patrick Wilson horror movie is that first jump in that first jump scare in Insidious in the nursery always gets me sorry oh, yeah. spoiler but yeah oh no that's one of my favorites probably like that's on the list of movies that still make me I know it's coming and I still jump every time so which you have to pick one what horror movie would you remake or reboot okay um <laughs> reboot or remake since I have to pick um maybe a modern version of like phantasm would be kind of cool um what actually, is phantasm like, about as far as I know it's basically kind of like another world like you know the dead kind of getting recycled or something I'm probably totally butchering the plot but I just you know know that there's a graveyard involved and it's creepy <laughs> and old so sorry right. not the best answer I just <laughs> that's fine I'm sure I'm sure that's basically what it is I've just never seen it so yeah <laughs> I just remember the tall man more in the floating orbs more than anything so which is like whenever, a big plot point <laughs> yeah whenever whenever I hear somebody say that there's a tall man in a horror movie all I can think of is slender man which I heard was a terrible movie did yeah, you I see have it too. I haven't um no. I've been following the true tri- crime case more than I have the actual thing um like I'm definitely true crime is definitely more like horror to me than like you know fictional horror is more of an escape for me than yeah and then if I want to really scare myself I'll really get into true crime so yeah so (laughs) what kind of true crime have you been following lately um so when I'm not listening to like movie podcasts I'm usually listening to like um morbid or um this is why we drink um so I've been following a lot of cases on there um I'm really into as weird as it sounds the Elisa Lamb case yes because um, yes. I mean I haven't seen Dark Water but you know it's just like I want to know what happened I watched the horror movie called Followed and okay. have you seen that I'm not familiar no well it's a it's a horror movie about this YouTuber who goes to stay in a hotel that's known as like the murder hotel. And it's trying to find out what happened to this, to uh, elevator girl. And I found out after that it was based on that case. So I fell down a rabbit hole looking up what had happened. So I found it really interesting. Then I'm like, oh, there's a Netflix series coming out about it. So that drops on February 10th. I'll have to definitely check that out when I can. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. I've mentioned it before, I think in like our group, but um, I've been wanting, there's a documentary about Hazel Drew and I've been wanting to look into that. She's the basis for Laurel Palmer and um, Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. I'm not familiar with her. Actually pretty local to here. So that's another one I've been kind of wanting to learn more about. And I just, it's not, I don't want to say it's cool because it's like, you know, a murder, but the fact yeah. that it's literally like 20 minutes from where I live is like interesting. Like, I guess um, Mark Frost used to, like, spend time out here. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that case at all. Basically, you know, she was a local girl, and she ended up getting murdered by a pond, and they still don't know who did it. Again, I don't know a lot about that one, but I've been wanting to get into it. 
Um, so are there any horror movies that you love that people generally don't like, or do you hold any unpopular horror movie opinions? Um, like I said, I'm not super crazy about the original Conjuring. Um, you know, I know it's supposed to be scary and everything, but I don't know. It just, like I said, didn't do it for me. Um, same with the Babadook. I couldn't, and I don't know if it's because I don't have kids, but that one, I really wanted to be scared and I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I think probably my most unpopular one is I really like the remake of Carrie more than the original. Mm, okay. Um, and I don't know if it's because it's got Judy Greer in it or exactly why. I mean, they both have their parts that are close to the book. Um, so I have to ask, what do you do when you're not watching horror movies? Um, so like I said, I, I work retail. So most of the time I'm working and then I'm at home, um, usually playing like among us or, you know, um, doing craft stuff. And I also, um, run the Twitter page for the, uh, horror virgin out of context Twitter. Oh, cool. Yeah. I've seen that before. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, you know, basically me just write or tweeting stuff that they said that's hilarious and then you know people retweeting it um so my last question is if you had to spend quarantine with one horror villain who would it be i don't know if they would count really as a villain but um probably the well i guess you would be like the you know the um possessed patrick wilson from <laughs> Um, insidious just because at least it's Patrick Wilson valid answer <laughs> yeah <laughs> he might kill you but he might not and then you just get to hang out with Patrick Wilson exactly depends on his mood that day I guess yeah that's a great one well thank you so much for being here do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on the internet yeah um so I don't do a lot on social media um Besides, like I said, I have the Horror Virgin out of context. Um, and then if you're looking for me on my Twitter, it's just my name, um, you know, Elisa Cornell. Um, and then I have an Instagram where it's um, Akuza X80, or excuse me, Akuza80. Um, and I just post mostly like food pictures and like whatever's running around in our backyard. So. <gasps> what runs around in your backyard? because well, we're in the country we always have like deer and bunnies and sometimes the occasional stray cat and it's oh. adorable oh that sounds awesome well thank you so much for being here all right great thank you yeah. for having that's it for this week's episode of who's there i hope you enjoyed my conversation with elisa and thanks again to elisa for coming on you can find links to all of her socials in the show notes including the horror virgin out of context twitter as always, we'd really appreciate it if you could take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our feed wherever you listen to us. Thank you to everyone who's already left us a review. We really appreciate it as it really helps people find us. We've been getting emails recently that were really resonating with horror fans that feel misunderstood, so we want to keep spreading the love far and wide. You can follow us on Twitter at Who's There Pod. We're on Instagram at Who's There Podcast. Or if you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, or you'd like to be a guest, shoot us an email at thewhostherepod at gmail.com. Until next time, stay scary and wear a mask.